Good evening and welcome to Abide Forever. My name is Dr. Ebony Robinson and I welcome you guys back into this broadcast. It's always a blessing to be able to share uh, the living and enduring word of God uh, with his people. And I hope that you guys are being blessed by these messages. I, I hope that um, you are experiencing the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And so we are continuing with our 52 weeks of healing and deliverance. Praise God. We are um, on week six. This week marks week six of our 52 weeks. Lord God, I thank you, Lord, just for being uh, enabling me to be faithful over six weeks. And tonight, um, I have a very important message. All of these messages are important, so why am I saying that? But uh, I have a very important, a very important message to share with you guys tonight. Last week, week five, we talked about uh, being wary of disabling spirits. We want to beware of disabling spirits. If you didn't listen to that broadcast, please take a moment and go back and listen to it uh, to see what the spirit of the Lord is saying to the church tonight. The word of the Lord is to take authority over your territory. Hallelujah. Take authority over your territory. And tonight we're going to be in the second chapter, not the second chapter, but we're going to be in second Corinthians chapter 10, second Corinthians chapter 10. If you want to go there with me right now, hallelujah. We're going to look at several verses here. Um, I'm not going to read them all, um, but I will backtrack to them, but I want to get to, uh, just the, the, the theme verses for this evening, hallelujah. In second Corinthians chapter 10, uh, we want to start reading at verse, um, verse 12, hallelujah. And the word of the Lord says, for we dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. We, however, will not boast beyond measure, but within the limits of the sphere which God appointed us, a sphere which especially includes you. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> For we are not overextending ourselves as though our authority did not extend to you. For it was to you that we came with the gospel of Christ. Hallelujah. Let me back that up again because I did cough. <coughs> Verse 13. Help me, Holy Spirit. We, however, will not boast beyond measure, but within the limits of the sphere which God appointed us, but within the limits of the sphere which God appointed us, a sphere which especially includes you, for we 
are not overextending ourselves as though our authority did not extend to you. For it was to you that we came with the gospel of Christ. And the message this evening is to take authority over your territory. Hallelujah. So now let us go back and revisit the word uh, authority. What does the word authority mean? Okay. So according to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the word authority uh, means um, power to influence or command. It is power to influence or command thought opinion or behavior. Hallelujah. The power to influence or command thoughts, opinion, or behavior. It is the power or right to direct someone or something. Hallelujah. Uh, It is a person in command. Authority is a person in command. Hallelujah. And then last, but certainly not least, I thought this definition was especially meaningful as well because authority also is a citation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, a source used in defense or support of. Hallelujah. And so the word to us tonight is to take authority over our territory. And so when we look at this definition authority and we understand its application to the life of a believer, it sounds a bit like this authority for the believer or to take authority over your territory is to exercise your power to influence hallelujah and command your territory using the highest authority or citation, which is the word of God as a support or influence, not as influence, but as a support and defense. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. The application of authority in the life of a believer is to exercise your power to influence and command your territory using the highest authority, which is the word of God as a support and defense. Hallelujah. So I'm exercising authority, power to influence or command my territory, my region, my sphere assigned to me by God under the highest authority, which is the word of God. This is what I use as my support and defense as I go forward. Hallelujah. In the 10th chapter of Corinthians, Paul is addressing the Corinthian believers. Okay. God has given him authority in this region. It is very clear to us because he addressed it in the verses that I read to you earlier. He speaks to the sphere, hallelujah, that was assigned to him by the Lord God Almighty. And so here in this region of Corinth, he's exercising what? Power and influence 
and he's commanding, hallelujah, this territory using the highest authority, which is the word of God as his support and defense. This is indeed what it is to take authority. Hallelujah. And so what does the Lord want us to know? As we take authority over our territory, We must know, number one, that wherever authority is established, there will always be some type of challenge or resistance. Hallelujah. Wherever authority is established, there will always be some type of challenge or resistance. Even in our homes, hallelujah, as parents, when we take authority, we draw the line in the sand, hallelujah, with our children and we uh, give them their boundaries, uh, explaining to them their left and right lateral limitations, hallelujah. But even with us establishing the authority in our homes, our right to influence and command and give direction to them, there are um, oftentimes challenges, There's oftentimes pushback. And even in the kingdom of God, when you're doing, hallelujah, your work for the Lord, there will be pushback. There will be those who challenge you. And even in 2 Corinthians in this 10th chapter, we see, hallelujah, that Paul is being challenged. There are people who are challenging his character. There are people who are challenging his integrity. If you go with me um, back all the way up to verse 1, it reads, Now I, Paul, myself, am pleading with you, By the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence, I am lowly among you. Hallelujah. But being absent, I am bold toward you. Hallelujah. Verse two. But I beg you that when I am present, that I may not be bold with that confidence by which I intend to be bold against some who think of us as if we walk according to the flesh. Hallelujah. Listen, Paul was addressing a real issue. Number one, there were people who were trying to call them out. Hallelujah suggesting that they were worldly. Hallelujah. Um, challenging the, this authority that God had given to them to come in and speak. Hallelujah. And share this gospel message uh, with the, the church and the people at, uh, at Corinth. Okay. Not only were they challenging his integrity, but they were also challenging his character, you know, suggesting that, um, you know, why is he, he's so, uh, meek and humble when he's here. But then when he's sending us these letters, he's kind of coming off, off harsh. He's coming off hard. And even myself as a minister, sometimes when I'm done, you know, it's, I'm always saying, okay, Lord, whoa, I can be very, um, passionate and assertive and very direct hallelujah with the things of the Lord you know I don't really tiptoe around you know um and so you know I I pray to be able to walk in the wisdom and and, in the power of the Holy Spirit but um you know even in this instance Paul is presenting himself you know in a lowly fashion uh, when he's present with the people but as he writes his letters again he's very bold and he's very forward and I believe that he's exercising you know some wisdom uh he's using what he believes 
seems to be the right approach. But the point here is that even when you're, um, even if you're being direct as I am, or even if you're being lowly as Paul was, there still will be people who will challenge you. But the word of the Lord, hallelujah, tonight is to know that wherever authority is established, there is always going to be pushback. So set yourself Hallelujah. Purpose in your mind and your heart that you're not going to turn back, that you're not going to give up, that you're not going to roll over, but that even in the midst of pushback, even in the midst of resistance and opposition, that you will still continue, hallelujah, to exercise authority over the territory to which God has assigned you. Hallelujah. Number two, Hallelujah. Not only uh, will there be some challenge or resistance wherever th- authority is, a- is established, but the Lord wants us to always remember, hallelujah, that we walk in the flesh, but we war by the spirit. Hallelujah. We walk in the flesh, but we war by the spirit. Hallelujah. Even as I sit here and I share this broadcast with you, I am but a woman in a woman's body, but as these words come out of my mouth, hallelujah, in the power under the power and influence of the Holy Spirit, I am operating by the Spirit of God right now and not a single word going forth will fall to the ground, hallelujah because this word that I speak is forever settled in the kingdom of God and the Lord God Almighty will always uphold his word and so though I walk in the flesh, I'm housed in the flesh, this war and this battle that I do in the kingdom of God hallelujah, is by the spirit yes it is listen people of God if we go back to John the sixth chapter and verse 63 the Lord tells us it is the spirit who gives life the flesh profits nothing the words that I speak to you they are spirit hallelujah and they are life hallelujah the flesh profits Nothing, And so when the Lord says, hallelujah, that we walk in the flesh, but we war by the spirit, we have to always keep this uh, at the forefront of our mind because our flesh will get in the way of the work of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And so we want to make sure that we restrict and we, hallelujah, we restrain our flesh. Hallelujah, by the by the power and presence of the Holy Spirit, so that that which comes forth is spirit and life alone, which is the living and enduring word of God. If we go back over here to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, um, verse 3 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. And that's what Paul was saying. Look, I'm bold about it. Hallelujah. And I don't want to address the people of God the same way I would address those who are coming for me. But Paul is saying, listen, don't get it twisted. For though I walk in the flesh, hallelujah, I don't war according to the flesh. And then he goes on to address some other issues here. But we have to keep that in the front of our minds. Hallelujah. Lest the flesh get in the way of the work of Christ. Hallelujah. And so, um, one, we must keep in mind that wherever authority is established, there will always be some challenge. There will always be some resistance Two, we must always remember that we walk in the flesh, but we war by the spirit. And then three, listen, God says, 
I command you to war. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen, he says, I command you. I command you. This is your mandate. I'm giving you your marching orders. The Lord says, I command you to war. When we look at the word war, by definition, hallelujah, the word war means a state of conflict. Hallelujah. A state of conflict. It is a struggle between opposing forces. God says, I command you to war. Now, why is the Lord God commanding us to war? It's not because the work of Christ isn't already finished. (laughs) Hallelujah. It's not that because the work of Christ is finished. When the Lord Jesus, hallelujah, on that cross said it is finished and he gave up his spirit. Hallelujah. It was indeed finished. Hallelujah. He was, he is the, the, the spotless, perfect, pure lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Hallelujah. And even as he went into that grave, they put him in the grave. Hallelujah. And he was resurrected by the father as a perfect, acceptable sacrifice for the sins of the whole world. And after that, hallelujah, he's sitting on the right hand of um, the father. And the Lord is telling us what? Do war. Hallelujah. Do battle. Not that the work is incomplete. Hallelujah. But he's saying that because there are two kingdoms under the sun, the kingdom of light, which is the kingdom of Christ and the kingdom of darkness, which is the kingdom of Satan. He says that, hallelujah, when you take authority and when you exercise this power, this influence, and this 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 authority in the territories that I have assigned you to under what? The highest authority, which is my word. The Lord says that this is going to create immediately, hallelujah, a level of conflict, hallelujah. But the Lord says, don't back down from the conflict. Why? Because I command you to do war. <laughs> hallelujah. He's, I'm telling you up front, there's going to be conflict. And when my word goes out, hallelujah, it, 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 there's automatically going to be struggle. How do we know? Even if we go to Matthew, the um, 10th chapter of Matthew, hallelujah, the 10th chapter of Matthew. And if we start reading at verse 34, the word of the Lord says, do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. He says, I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. Hallelujah. And we know that the word of God is characterized as a double edged sword piercing and bringing division between what soul and spirits, joint and marrow. Hallelujah. The words of the Lord says, don't think I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. Verse 35 says, for I have come to set man against his father, a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and a man's enemies. Hallelujah. Will be those of his own household. Why? Why is this the case? This is the case because the word of God brings about division because it is a sword. It's sex distinction between those who are for us and those who are not with us. When the word of God goes forth, hallelujah, there will be conflict. There will be an immediate opposition, hallelujah, between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. Not even that the opposition doesn't already exist, but there will be an automatic, hallelujah, consequential uh, manifestation, hallelujah, of the word of God going forth. But the word the Lord says tonight is to do 
war. He says, I command you to war. I command you to release my word. He says, release my word, release my word. That's how we do war. We do war by through prayer and the releasing of the word of God. Hallelujah. Jesus says, I am giving you my word as the authority to do war. Hallelujah. And not only am I giving you my word as the authority to do war, but my word, hallelujah, is also the support and the sustaining power, hallelujah, for the war that you're operating in. Hallelujah. The Lord God Almighty says, I command you to war. Hallelujah. My word is a sword. There will be conflict. There will be a struggle. There will be an opposition. Some people will walk away. Some people will stop fooling with you. Don't stop speaking the word. Don't stop praying. Don't stop speaking the word. Don't stop praying. When the conflict comes, don't roll over. Hallelujah. It is not peace. Hallelujah. My hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Listen, he says, what did he say? Go back to Matthew and settle this in your spirit. Settle this in your heart. Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. (laughs) I'm bringing a sword. Hallelujah. My sword is the word of God and it is going to bring about division and it is going to bring about separation because that is what the word of God does. The Lord says, take authority over your territory. Stop looking for people to agree with you, but bring down the sword. Hallelujah. And as the division comes, that's fine. Let the division happen because I have to set distinction. Hallelujah. Between the wheat and the tear so that we can see. Hallelujah. And so that you can see who who and the work that is yet to be accomplished. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 